Hello, this is Gurmeher from newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Thursday, the 4th of May. Today, India successfully evacuated dozens of members of the Hakipiki tribe of Karnataka from the Wontoon Sudan as part of the ongoing operation Kaveri. The Hakipiki tribe is one of the most vulnerable tribal communities of India and this particular group was involved in selling herbal items to various African locations from Sudan to Central Africa. Prabhu Das, a member of the Hakipiki tribe who coordinated with the Indian embassy regarding the evacuation, explained that the journey was difficult as one of the buses broke down midway and had to be replaced as reported by the Hindu. Das said, and I quote, We are thankful to the Embassy of India in Khartoum, Karnataka government and the government of India for helping us during this difficult period, unquote. The Indian community in Port Sudan provided temporary accommodation for the evacuees before they were flown to Jeddah in a C-130J aircraft. The Hakipiki tribe members expressed gratitude to the government of India, saying, and I quote, We were able to come to Port Sudan. We spent four days, three nights in buses that were provided to us by the Indian embassy in Khartoum, unquote. An advanced light helicopter on an operational mission made a precautionary landing today morning on the banks of Marwa River in Kishtawar region of Jammu and Kashmir. Two army aviation pilots and a technician were injured in the incident and were evacuated to command hospital in Udhampur, the army said. This incident follows a series of advanced light helicopter mishaps which resulted in the entire fleet being grounded for checks, with only a few batches cleared recently for flying. The army's northern command said, and I quote, As per inputs, the pilot had reported a technical fault to the air traffic controller and proceeded for precautionary landing. Due to the undulating ground, undergrowth and unprepared landing area, the helicopter apparently made a hard landing. A court of inquiry has been ordered and further details are being ascertained. According to senior defence officials, a recent inquiry has pointed out to a critical design issue with the control rod, which has been the reason for several such incidents. The advanced light helicopter is designed in India and manufactured by Hindustan Aeronautics Limited. Over 300 advanced light helicopters of different variants are flying with the three services and Coast Guard, which include the MK-1, MK-2, MK-3 and the MK-4, also called the Ruther Weapon System Integrated, WSI. The Army operates over 145 indigenous advanced light helicopters, 75 of which are Rudra. Listeners, the communities of Dhondipur and Minajpur are simmering with tension following the brutal daylight shooting of Atik Ahmed and his brother Ashraf. The police's handling of the case in Prayagraj, Uttar Pradesh has left a lingering feeling of unease. Against this backdrop, the centre has announced plans to implement new standard operating procedures for journalists. However, the effectiveness of these measures may be called into question as only two states, Maharashtra and Chhattisgarh, currently have laws in place to protect journalists. To know more, read my colleague Tanishka's report titled Atik Murder as Centre Plans for SOPs for Journalists, a Reality Check on Two State Laws. We're able to bring you such reports and analysis only because you've got our back. Subscribe to newslaundry.com and pay to keep news free. Our subscription starts at only 300 rupees a month. Two militants belonging to Lashkar e Toiba were killed in an encounter with security forces in Baramulla district in North Kashmir today. The two were identified as Shakir Majid Nasser and Hanan Ahmed of Shopia district who joined militancy in March 2023. The encounter took place after security forces launched a cordon and search operation in the area based on the specific intelligence inputs. Additional Director General of Police Kashmir Vijay Kumar said, 
further investigations are going on. This is the second encounter in the last 24 hours in the valley. The security forces also foiled an infiltration bid near the line of control in Kupara district on May 3rd. The National Investigation Agency, meanwhile, carried out searches at four places in Baramulla district. The NIA was accompanied by police and CRPF. Kashmir is set to host the G20 meeting later this month and security has been heightened across the valley. Today, the Indian Army and paramilitary Assam rifles were deployed in the violence-hit areas of Manipur as more than 7,500 people were evacuated to safer places following ethnic violence that erupted on May the 3rd. The violence was triggered by a tribal solidarity march that opposed the Methi community's demand for scheduled tribe status. Clashes between the communities, primarily the Methi and members of the Kuki Zumi tribal group, broke out at different places across the state. It is reported that several houses, business establishments and places of worship were set on fire by mobs. Manipur Chief Minister Nongtong Bong Birin Singh spoke with Home Minister Amit Shah, who was briefed about the situation on the ground and the steps undertaken to restore peace. Singh appealed for peace and cooperation from the people. He said in a video message, and I quote, The government will settle the genuine demands and grievances after talking with all the communities and leaders. The Manipur High Court issued notices to Hill Areas Committee Chairman and the All Tribal Students Union of Manipur President to appear before it for instigating the mob. The court also asked the media, organisations, civil society groups and the general public to not carry out activities that may lower the court's dignity. Methi organisations have been advocating for ST status claiming threat from the influx of outsiders. Meanwhile, the Kukizumi people have been accused of illegally entering into India from Myanmar and occupying state-owned forest lands to cultivate poppies. Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky is scheduled to speak at The Hague, home of the International Criminal Court today. This comes a day after Russia accused Ukraine of attempting to assassinate Russian President Vladimir Putin. Ukraine has denied these allegations. Moscow has accused Kyiv of carrying out a drone attack on the Kremlin and threatened to retaliate. Explosions were heard in Kyiv and other Ukrainian cities last night and on May 3rd. Attacks were also reported in Zaporizhia and Odessa in the south. Zelensky is expected to meet the Dutch Prime Minister as part of his visit to the ICC, which has issued an arrest warrant for Putin over alleged war crimes. The situation between Ukraine and Russia has been tense since 2014, when Russia annexed Crimea from Ukraine. Thereafter, a conflict erupted in eastern Ukraine, where Moscow-backed separatists declared independence in two regions. The war has killed more than 14,000 people since then. The ongoing tensions have also led to several international sanctions against Russia. In response to the allegations, Ukraine has dismissed them as Russian propaganda calling them, and I quote, yet another fiction of the Kremlin, unquote. Ukrainian Foreign Minister Dmitry Kuleba called the accusation, and I quote, an attempt to justify possible military aggression against Ukraine, unquote. The situation remains volatile with both sides engaging in a war of words. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. News Laundry is possible because of our paying subscribers. We don't run on corporate or government ads. You too can be part of changing the news model. Go to newslaundry.com slash subscription. Be a part of the community that pays to keep news independent. For the smoothest News Laundry experience, download our app. Watch our shows, listen to our podcasts, read our reports. Stay informed. 
pay for news, protect democracy, save the world.